0: Welcome to A Paranormal Show Unlike Any Other, The Ghost Helper Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne, where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal everyday lives just like you until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer.
1: We have listened to countless dead tell their stories and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us.
0: Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead starts now. Welcome everyone to Ghost helpers. This is the place where we discuss the fact that the paranormal is far more normal than you think. And in that vein, our topic today is how do you know your house is haunted?
1: a really good question but first we want to give a shout out to a couple of groups paranormal hauntings and entities and the untold stories of the paranormal for sharing our show with with your viewership so thank you so much so what is it like to live in a haunted house first of all it's really not cool or exciting it can be exhausting it can be draining it
0: it people think that it's really cool it's might be cool maybe for five minutes and then after that it's just just a real inconvenience, a pain in the neck. It's just bad. Yeah, I remember
1: in the beginning, our house was so haunted. It was like good grief. It's like if these people were alive, I would be in violation of a fire code.
0: Right. I mean, they, they don't take up space. They can really pack themselves in. That's right. They don't take up space and they don't need to sleep. So <laughs> you know how this, you know, you'll be wake the dead, be quiet. They are not ever asleep. No, they're not sleeping. And I I think that we have each, both of us have had so many haunted house experiences, and then we've had hundreds and hundreds of clients that have told us their experiences and why they were freaking out. And I think that, I I know for me, we're
1: going to just share a bunch of stories, a bunch of stories about haunted homes and solutions, because nobody really wants to live in a haunted house forever.
0: I had... When we moved to the, our, our San Diego house, after we first moved in, I kept smelling someone smoking a pipe and no one in our family smokes a pipe. And it would be in one location. And I'm, I'm thinking, there's got to be a ghost here. But you know, what do I do about this? Can you imagine not knowing what to do? And then every now and then I would smell the distinctive smell of just lit birthday candles in my front hall. And this was the first house that had ever been on this property, so I, I didn't have the predecessor energy of several other buildings. I just, we were the ghosts second. Ghosts happen, right? Yeah. ghosts happen, and they that that ghost could have followed me home. I don't know. Finally, when we started, you know, I started figuring out how to cross people over. Then I was, I was able to help them all, but it it was just crazy. It's
1: you know, I remember, uh, gosh, when my daughter went to a karate studio for a number of years, and Uh, every time we'd bring home what she called them the Rite Aid hobos. There were three of them and they would come over at the Rite Aid hobos and they hung out at the front of the Rite Aid by her karate studio. And they would come home with us every single flipping week. And I, I, you know, and finally, and they would smoke by the way. And we're like, okay, we didn't know what to do with them you know, but I did say, you can't smoke in our house. And, and they stopped. They listened. I don't know why. <laughs> you used authority in your voice. Yes. But they would always go back to Rite Aid after the end of the night or whatever. And they come back every week, every Wednesday, they're Rite Aid hobos. It's kind of funny how you, you forget about some of these things sometimes. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah. Or you, you walk into a place and you know that you're not the only one there and you're by yourself, but you know that there's something else there. I realized when I finally did learn to cross them over, I had three people who committed suicide. They were in my my living room.
1: Did they know each other or were they different like stacks of time or different?
0: They were completely, they did not know each other. They couldn't see each other. They were different stacks of time and they were each very sorry. And they were each very surprisingly, very, very grateful that somebody was, just going to help them without giving any prejudice or judgment. We have crossed over, I'm going to say thousands
1: of people who've committed suicide. And I think that's a common theme. They're always very regretful. They always thought that what they were trying to escape in life, they could escape in death. And then they get stuck between dimensions. And it's so important to understand that and not judge someone who commits suicide but to simply help their soul help their soul by crossing them over you can go to ghosthelpers.com and you can play the crossing over prayer on the crossing over prayer page you can take the course on helping a soul who's committed suicide and understanding the grief they were going through because we've heard so many stories. And I got to say, I think that, you know, helping those who commit suicide is is really high up on our passion
0: level for helping souls. Well, it is because imagine that if they're this depressed in this life, very possibly they have been depressed life after life after life. And the cycle of depression doesn't become broken until they've crossed over. And once they feel the light, I mean, for me watching them, there's this, awe that they, that I get to
1: see. That they actually get the help. And we, one of the things that we really want to, to illustrate with this show over and over is that when somebody dies and they leave their physical body, their karmic time here is done and they need to go home. They don't need to be lingering as a ghost. And a soul who commits suicide, they will not cross over because their frequency is too low.
0: And this is where the living can help them. This is the living. And they once they feel the light of the divine, it's as if they're in shock and awe, disbelief, and this profound gratitude that it's like they can feel this light beginning to penetrate the very essence of their being. Look my little fingers here.
1: It's penetrating <laughs> the essence Okay, of their Italian being. former life woman. <laughs> Keep the Benny, I need duct tape. <laughs> so anyway, back to haunted houses. All right, I actually have a a kind of an interesting story. So I was contacted by a very high-end real estate agent in San Diego in in San Diego and this house was haunted. And by high end, I mean like a $3 million house would be considered a fixer upper. And this house was on the market and it wasn't selling and it wasn't selling. And the real estate agent contacted me and said, I heard you can, you might be able to help me. She said that the man had died in the house and that the house feels haunted. And so Tina and I work on this house and yes, we crossed the man who died in the house over but what was really interesting is he wasn't the problem. Nope, he wasn't. He wasn't the problem. His living wife who was forced to sell the house was the problem. And she was sending out energetic signatures. So this house wouldn't sell. So this is a weird, really weird and unusual case where people would come into the house and they would feel like this awful sickening energy and they couldn't explain it and the house is bright and shiny but it's not bright and shiny things would move and you know we just assumed it was always the ghost and many times it was this ghostly soul he loved his business and his office areas where he kind of took up permanent residence and the computers would go on and off and things like that those are the typical things but we crossed him over And we thought we fixed the problem. We get a call back from the real estate agent saying, you know, there's something else going on. And his living wife was so angry at his death and the sale of this house that this living person was haunting the property as well. And we were able to mitigate that, stop that energy because she may not have been consciously doing this. It could have been. I think she was
0: consciously doing Mm -hmm. it.
1: Benefit of the doubt, but I think you're right. I think it was conscious and intentional.
0: Mean people suck in all dimensions. <laughs> they do. And that that's a very interesting point that there were two kinds of haunting, the living haunting the living and the dead haunting the living. But actually, this living woman was haunting her dead husband as well. It was not, I mean, you have all these different overlays in that one very complicated property. So... It sold, right? It, the property sold once we crossed
1: over the man who died, who, by the way, was very grateful for that help. All souls are grateful for that help. The, we broke the connections with the living woman and the house sold. The house felt clean for the first time. The agents never had an issue. And it was one of those happily ever after stories. But that was an unusual case of the living haunting the living because the, the paranormal is so much more normal than you think. <laughs> well, you know, if we think about it, if we go into like a meeting where we know that, you know, somebody's angry and upset, you can cut that tension with a knife, right? It's a similar concept of our thoughts are things, our emotions are things and they can resonate out.
0: All thought is energy. I mean, let's, let's wrap our brains around that. All thought is energy. So if someone is sending negative thoughts to another person or place, that energy is being picked up and it's contaminating the energy that's there. All right. Let's look at some other manifestations that you might get a clue your house is haunted. Well, you know, the simple fact of cabinet
1: doors opening and, you know, Things like that, things moving. We had another case where an agent, they flipped a house. And here's another thing is that when somebody goes and buys a house and they well, they go to flip it. Especially a foreclosure. Right. You go in and you flip a house. So you've got new walls and new construction. And you would think that that would fix the haunted problem, right? No. <laughs> not gonna fix the haunted problem it doesn't fix the haunted problem they don't know where to go they're bound by location what it can do is it can cause problems on construction sites and I remember a house it was an Encinitas that we had cleared years ago and the woman bought the house and it was overlooking the beach and She had lived there for two years, had not touched anything. There was never an issue. She knew the man had died in there, and she knew he was there. But, you know, he didn't bother her. He didn't do anything until walls started coming down and all of this other stuff started happening. The construction workers on this site kept having accident after accident after accident. And she called us at the point where one of the construction workers got pushed so hard, he fell off some scaffolding and he, he could have died. And sure enough, this ghost was so upset with the fact that his home was being rearranged. We crossed him over. There were no more issues with this, with haunting of the construction
0: workers. I have a developer now who is buying apartment buildings and she won't, she won't even put in an offer until I've looked at the place, within the confines of what I can actually look at. Well, I can't let's go, look uh, at spiritual law. If they law. have an open house,
1: then I can actually look yeah. at the place. You know, the paranormal is more normal than we think. But what's really not sexy is spiritual law. But let's talk about spiritual <laughs> law for a second. <laughs> uh, we can't go into, you know, Joe Schmo's house and remote view it and look at it without Joe's permission. It's a spiritual law issue. We cannot do that. I would never walk into, you know, your house unannounced and just open your door. Your garage space. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's the law is the law is the law. We don't walk into somebody's house unannounced without, you know, being invited in. The same thing is true when you remote view a
0: property looking for, you know, offending issues. Exactly, and I. And this, this particular developer understands what I, what my limitations are and, but basically I can get a sense of the property when they have an open house or an agent says, I can show you the property. Then I can also look at it and, uh, but I can't change anything. I can't clear anything. I can't cross anybody over because that person, that developer doesn't yet own it. Exactly. And, um, so all right, let's look at what else happens. All right. Have you ever had
1: heard footsteps walking down a hallway or you know, bottles rattling or things like that? This is also a sign of a haunted home. And haunted homes aren't just ghosts. It would be so much easier if they were.
0: Well, for our <laughs> discussion today, we're only talking about what the ghosts can really do. But yeah. there are other things that yeah. can, can cause a problem. I mean, I've I've lived in a house where you could hear footsteps running down a hall. You could hear somebody pounding. I mean, like a big fist pounding on the wall and you could hear plaster falling inside the wall. It's
1: like, what is this? It makes no sense. So we're bringing back the logic trail that when we leave our physical body, the energy that animates this physical body has to go somewhere. Ideally, it's going to be crossed over into the heaven world, but many times souls get stuck. That energy has to go somewhere.
0: I've had clients say, I think my house is haunted. I see something out of the corner of my eye. It's making me crazy. And I know there's somebody here. My husband thinks I'm crazy. I I just, you have to help me. I can't live like this any longer.
1: Okay. That's the problem. And again, people think they're going crazy. They're going nuts. Another common symptom of being haunted is that you simply see something out of the corner of your eye. It's a dark shadow that just kind of, you know, is fleeting over the corner of your eye. And you, and you find
0: yourself turning around to look. Yeah. We both looked at the same time
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing there. It could be in resonance. It could be. <laughs> and you look and there's nothing there. What is that? And the best thing you can do, if you ever have any of these things going on, go to ghosthelpers.com and play the crossing over prayer. You can do it several times and demand that they cross over. It's amazing how helpful that free tool
0: is. You're not banishing them, by the way. You are using, a th- uh, you're playing the prayer, which has a certain amount of authority in it. And the energy from that video will make a huge difference. Okay, I've had at least five clients call me and say, "My dog." Let's won't. talk about animals. Let's right? talk about animals. I think that's really animals, animals are the they're the dog, the canary, the cat, whatever this, in the coal mine.
1: They're animals are very psychic, and they're also a placebo effect, right? Because they're not expecting anything. If you have an animal that is constantly staring at a wall or staring at something, there could be something there.
0: Or the dog walks over
1: to a wall and starts barking at the wall. Or barking at nothing, right? It's sitting in the living room and it just starts barking.
0: And I I had one woman who had a, a mirror over this beautiful sideboard. It was an antique sideboard and she had an enormously long rectangular mirror. And her dog would stand in front of the sideboard and look up at the mirror and just bark and bark and bark. And and that mirror was a huge doorway. And she, Mirrors can be portals. And there were a lot of ghosts who were moving in and out of the portal and they just thought she had a really nice home. <laughs> and so I closed the portal, crossed over the dead and the dog didn't ever bark at that wall well, again.
1: And here's something that also think about is that when if you have a pet who seems to be misbehaving like this, punishing that animal is not for anyone's
0: best interest. You're not going to stop the dog. And I'm talking specifically dogs, but cats can see things too. And other higher order be, you know, animals can see things, horses, definitely. They're such intelligent animals can see and sense things. And so punishing doesn't mean anything to the animal. It's like, but yeah, but it's still there. You're, I'm, you're telling me I should deny what I'm seeing, sensing, and hearing. And use, that for, to the animal, that's what the animal just can't wrap its brain and, around. And, you know,
1: use an ex, do an experiment. If your animal is constantly looking at something or barking at something, play that crossing over prayer and see what happens afterwards. It's a great
0: experiment. It I is. Mean, you play the prayer and then right where the animal is behaving oddly and... Then you watch what happens and also pay attention whether or not there's a mirror in the room. It could be a closet that's full of mirrors, a mirrored closet. That's what I meant. (laughs) What kind of house do you live in? (laughs) I have a closet with a bin of mirrors. So yeah, anyway, yeah, they're feng shui mirrors. That doesn't count. (laughs) count. (laughs) So the animals. sad that I know that. Not really. (laughs) The animals can be really helpful. I had a, I had a woman whose dog barked at an upstairs bedroom, especially when they were outside. The dog would look at this one window of her house. And the house had been there since like 1820. And she said, I'm so frustrated. I'm gonna have that dog put to sleep. I just can't can't stand it any longer. And I said, well, there's a dead couple looking down at your dog. So maybe that's what your dog's barking at. And she said, you think so? (laughs) I said, so let me cross them over. And the dog, it's like someone went, click, the dog stopped barking. And I said, and to make a long story short, this woman was basically an underground railway station inside her house. It was astounding. And what we ended up doing was she developed a partnership with her dog. She had a series of, of prayers she did. In addition to the crossing over prayer, when the dog barked, she had a routine. She and the dog developed a partnership for spiritual service. It was really, a, it was a beautiful, happy ending to the story. And eventually the dog just didn't bark at anything anymore. And her house was completely clear because she had the power to take care of these things. I was I was very impressed with this woman. She's not afraid my dog and I, we, we know what we're doing. And I said, good for you. So I was so thrilled. Well, she lived in Suffolk, Virginia. That is, that's a huge though, because the whole concept of this show is to teach people
1: they can take their power back with these things. And let's talk a little bit about what a haunted house, what can happen to a haunted house over time. If you have a house that is chronically haunted, I guarantee you're going to be having some form of electrical issues water issues plumbing Plumbing doesn't work problems holy goodness gracious you know because ghosts use these elements to travel through and they break down and what a ghost is a low frequency being if we think about angels angels are high frequency ghosts are not high frequency because they're stuck between dimension once we cross them over so they can go home their frequency will rise greatly So the other thing that they can do is they can make the living sick. Not to be mean, but it's a resonance issue. So if I'm a ghost and I'm hanging around Tina and I died of breast cancer or something like that, and I'm hanging around Tina, she's now in resonance with me and my illness. And it could make her sick.
0: It's also why some people believe suicide is contagious. The person who took their own life is hanging around the family that he or she just left. And that family, and maybe they'll pick one family member and that family member becomes increasingly depressed and doesn't fully understand why. Or,
1: or a friend or a loved one, especially Could with be teenagers. A
0: especially, I had my uh, neighbor, my neighbor's son had seven friends take their own lives in one year in high school. We crossed over several of them, but I didn't have jurisdiction for all of them. And, and these things, they happen as sad as it is all right what else can happen one of the a big thing is
1: i think you go down the stairs or something and you feel like this whoosh of cold air but nothing is
0: there it's like a thermocline which means you have different yes
1: navy lady well
0: (laughs) you can have thermocline (laughs) in water and you can have thermoclines (laughs) in air which means this air is warm and then all of a sudden becomes cold and becomes warm again if it's inside your house And it's like a two feet away. You probably have a ghost. You don't have a thermal client, but that's what it feels like. You just something either wishes past you and makes you cold or the energy of death is extraordinarily cold. You know, another issue, and we get this a
1: lot, are night terrors. Night terrors are a big deal. When we go to sleep at night, our subconscious is still there observing and recording and our subconscious can see these things very clearly
0: especially and, a child
1: especially children and night terrors
0: they're scary for the adults they're scary for everybody and night terrors are not always ghosts and right that's that's not for this particular show but it can be it it they can be ghosts but it could be more could be so much more depending on what is also going on in the house. Yeah. And also sleep
1: paralysis. A lot of people will will help with sleep paralysis issues too, because their house is haunted
0: by a ghost or something else. Um, You can have voices in the dream state and you feel like someone is talking to you. Now, if you've crossed someone over, they may visit you in the dream state. And that could be what that is. But if the voice is really detrimental or scary, that's not someone coming from the if heaven world.
1: You are, if you have a loved one who dies and you are dreaming of them and it's a negative dream, that soul has not crossed over. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. That's very fair to say. And if you have a loved one who died and you, have dreams about this loved one and they are positive that happened
0: to me. Yeah. It's a very good possibility. They've crossed over. I, my, yeah. my brother died two years ago and we were extremely close. And a couple of weeks ago I had a dream and he, he came and he hugged me for the longest time. And it was so real. Yeah. It's you, like he, I was, I'm still shaken by it. Yeah. It was so real. It's like, I need you to know how much I love you and I'm all right and then he was gone and I mean it's like I'm not quite the same since that and I personally crossed him over <laughs> so I yeah. know where he is but you have you have other situations where I've had I've crossed over children and I asked them how did you find me and they said oh this other little girl said to find you And this was a child I crossed over, you know, almost 20 years ago. And she adored children and she, she was, you know, six or seven when she died and her dedication to children was such that on the other side, she is still helping children and she would direct them to both of us sometimes. And that's, those interesting things can happen. And we're going to take a break.
1: And when we come back, Can can we, can we talk about the spaghetti and bathrobe tie thing? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So this is us being a little catty, but it's just very, a really good story. And we're going to explain a lot. You are listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. Please check out our sponsors, theoillounge.com. And by the way, I I used, I used some of their product the other day. I got stung three times on my chin earlier this week. you did a good job with the makeup. I know. My (laughs) chin looks like a golf ball. It would have been great for Halloween. Um, <laughs> anyways, I use a purification on it and it really helped pull out one of the stingers. I relocated a beehive that was in somebody's compost bin is what I did. So anyways, go check out the And with that, we will be right back. Your money is your creational energy when you feed your wealth back into what you love. It signals your choices and returns to you. Tune in to Money Momentum with host Karen Baines and learn the truth about the widely misunderstood creative energy that is the cash in your pocket. Realign the things you can't see to get the results you can see. Listen every month for a whole new hour on how to get the money already aligned to who you are. For more information on Karen and Money Momentum, visit soulwhispers.uk. Do you find yourself sensitive to the energies around you? Do you find that you attract certain people in your life who literally drain your energy? In fact, they suck the life right out of you. If so, this course, The Empath's Guide to Slaying Energy Vampires is just for you. Here you will learn the tools and strategies you need to take your power back. Sign up today at TheKarmicPath.com under our Courses tab. Visit thetruthisfunny.com.
0: Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio, redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit angiecorbettkuyper.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters. Our spirits sag. Our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin. In conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly. All with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Welcome back to Transformation Talk Radio. We are Ghost Helpers, and we wanted to start telling you about some of the other things we've experienced. But first, two things we forgot to mention that you can tell if your house is haunted one of them is it always feels dirty or you have a ton of vermin a lot of um could be a lot of flies you can clean your house and it still feels like it's not clean it it feels like it's dusty all the time and i find couples argue over this why don't you keep the house clean i did i just cleaned it today and it creates it creates an argument because it's ghosts Have what is called psychic soot around them, and you can feel it. Well, and
1: let's psychic soot. I think a good illustration of this is you know, the old uh, Charlie Brown comic strips, and you've got that character Mm -hmm. pig pen, and he's got all that swirly dust
0: around him. That's what a ghost can have around them, and it's what they leave behind. All right. The other way you know that you're being haunted by something is let me have your arm. You feel this like little feathers or bubbles touching your arm. Just, just. Just bare ever so slightly and you go around and what is that? Like this. And uh, yes, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to have to do that later when you're not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And when that happens, it's some people think it's an angel and it has been an angel. Sometimes that can happen too. But if your house is already dirty and you've got plumbing problems and the cold spots and all these other symptoms and everything else, that's probably the ghost saying, please, please, please help me or let me go. Yeah. Or just play the crossing
1: over prayer. It's one of the best and easiest things you can do for yourself. Okay. You got to tell us the story. Okay. So we hear lots of crazy stuff and sometimes it just takes the cake. So (laughs) excuse me, I run across this article about some ghost hunters. And by the way, we are not ghost hunters because we care about the soul. I think that's a huge differentiator. We want that soul to be crossed over no matter how they lived or how they died. So this ghost hunter, and you know, people will hire ghost hunters or investigative teams. And all they do is tell you what you already know, big deal.
0: And you're paying for that in some cases.
1: this woman sets off and she says, oh, we're going to, you know, clear this home and tonight and they have all these, these, these bad entities in there and this and that. And she sends this picture out There's, <laughs> There is a box of spaghetti, some bathrobe ties, and some lemons and her fancy recording equipment. And it's like, what are you going to do with that? And she says, oh, well, this is what we use to clear a house. Okay. Now I cannot make this up. <laughs>
0: people, spaghetti noodles are gonna clear your well, haunted how house. How did she say that worked? How did what what was what was her thought process? Okay, so they
1: use the bathroom, they go physically to the house. And when Tina and I clear a house, we don't physically go there because we can remote view the property, which is so much safer and more efficient to get the job done. They use the bathrobe ties to tie themselves to each other. Uh, Why? I don't know. (laughs) You got the visual, don't you? (laughs) And then they take the spaghetti and they snap the spaghetti to break the bind symbolically. And then they squeeze lemon juice on the noodles. And this is how they're clearing the house.
0: And and I... I may go on a rant here. Go for it. The the element the reason we're bringing this up. I'm sure this woman was well-intentioned. I'm sure the homeowners wanted to believe it. The problem When your is, house
1: is haunted, you want to believe anything to make that stop.
0: The tr- the truth is that this is what causes people to believe that those who are new agers are airy-fairy or something something crazy. And the person may genuinely have a haunted house. Spaghetti, bathrobe ties, and lemons are never going to get rid of the soul. Banish them, invoke well, some things. That-
1: the concern I had. All right, so let's say the spaghetti worked and the bathrobe ties and the lemon juice, okay? Maybe that worked. And, you know, my first comment was, I wonder if they're going to make them a meal, like lemon pasta?
0: But well, they are- <laughs> there are such things as hungry ghosts. But you do have to cook it, though. So the one thing that really bothered me was
1: I I asked her, I said, so what do you do with these, these ghosts, these entities when you clear a home? And she said, She buries the dark entities, the demons, etc., into the ground on the property.
0: You like that's gonna work? Well, that's gonna work. But okay, they're gonna. What did she do? Hold it in her hand? I don't know. Was a Tinkerbell size? (laughs) I'm sorry. How did you do that? I don't know. What are the physics of that metaphysical concept? And
1: then they banished the ghost from the property. All right. If this is your child, and your child died, you know, let's say 1962. And, this house, and they're haunting this house. Would you want your child banished or would you want them helped? So I asked them, I said, well, where does the ghost go when they're banished? And her answer was wherever they want to go. They, and I said, so they're free to go, you know, haunt somebody else's house or whatever. Yes, of course. And then I asked, I said, okay, back to those dark entities, because this, we have police officers in our dimension, our physical dimension, We have lawyers, we have detectives, we have captains, we have fire marshals, we have a court system in this dimension to help us keep order. In this fourth dimension, those things don't exist. Those safeguards don't exist. This is a problem. So these beings and entities have free reign in what we call the fourth dimension or the hells or whatever this is, or whatever you call it. They're free to roam and they impact our lives. Well, so, they can also go home with this woman.
0: They can go home with she this woman. She may think she buried them, but let me tell you. You know what? If what shovel kind of kind of shovel did she use.
1: <laughs> oh, don't don't give me sorry. I, I can't say that word in... and <laughs> so, <clears throat> so she banishes this entity, these I think there were three of them, and she buries them on the property. Okay. Well, let's say she really did do that. Now they're gonna be pissed, right? Well, they're still on the property. And I said, what happens if they escape? And her response to this was terrifying to me. She said, well, yeah, eventually they're going to escape. And I said, and then what? She goes, well, then they usually are just free to wander. And I said, so they can attack and harm other people. And she says, well, yeah, they're, and I said, but uh, what do you mean? And then she says, Well, dark beings, dark entities are like hired assassins and they're just roaming the streets waiting for their next assignment. And I'm thinking- You let that go? And you let that thing go to go bother someone
0: else. What is the karma with that? Here's the bottom line. This woman may have genuinely been well-intentioned, but she didn't have a clue what she's doing, number one. And number two, she didn't do the people in that house any service. Or I their can, neighbors
1: or anyone, or anyone else, else that could be not And she didn't,
0: she didn't really have a clue what she was doing. And that's why, that's really why we have this show. This is why we have psychic self-defense course because if this is happening to you, spaghetti noodles and lemons isn't going to do a, a, a freaking bit of good on any- How about bathrobe ties? <laughs> Sorry it doesn't matter what tie you use this yeah. is a this is a spiritual problem that requires a spiritual solution and she never once mentioned connection to god no she never once mentioned helping the dead or figuring out exactly what to do with a dark intelligence and so and this is why the new age gets a very black eye with this because it makes no sense and you have a lot of people who desperately want to believe it. And it's time to just bring the logic trail back home because those things are not going to work. And I think this was a a good place to bring this up. So after she leaves with her lemons and and all this stuff, that house is still haunted. Those dark beings are still there. That kid will still have night terrors.
1: Or those dark beings are now someone else's problem. And as a parent, I would not want those entities walking around, roaming the streets, waiting to pick up on my kids or my family. They need to be properly taken care of in the confines of spiritual law.
0: Here's a scary thought. Suppose those dark beings (laughs) literally go home with her and tell her to do these really crazy things that don't have a, a... any kind of a chance of removing them. So everywhere she goes, they make sure that the other dark beings are never removed. And so she is becoming their puppet on a lonely string that she can't see that because what she's saying makes no logical sense in any dimension. You know, we were at the beginning
1: of the show, we were talking to producer Benny and Kat about a shooting that just happened at another high school. It makes you wonder what is inhabiting our kids, and I, I are you cool with skipping another break? Or I am okay. All right, I thank you guys. Um, what is inhabiting these mass shooters? We have no checks and balances in this fourth dimension, and these dark beings can puppet us. And I don't want the show to go, you know, down a ra- dark we, rabbit we hole. We are going
0: to do a show about dark beings because that's not what this focus is today. And when we do that show, we're going to be addressing those specific things. Right, and it's just food
1: for thought for later on down the road. So now she's got these dark beings roaming the streets and she calls them going hired- right,
0: right back to her, the, the original person's
1: house. And she calls them hired assassins and they, they're waiting for their next job. I'm sorry, but whenever a hired assassin gets caught in our physical world, they usually go to jail. They're usually off the
0: streets. It's not something that we are perpetuating. No, you just certainly don't want to perpetuate that. And you don't want want the things that make no sense. And when you look at your gut instinct, and we have a secret science of intuition, which is a free class on our website, think about how that works and how it should work for you. If it doesn't ring true, if what we're saying doesn't ring true for us, reject it. But spaghetti noodles, bathrobe, ties, and lemons, never going to work. And (laughs) we do a lot of work with uh, real estate agents, including commercial you real
1: estate—that's one of my favorite things to do. By the way, is to work on really? those on those commercial buildings because they can have such an impact on our lives and all around us. So clearing a commercial property can shift the lives of many tenants and many business people. I, I, I see that. I did. I did. Okay, <laughs> I just saw that. Cat cat said, "Laura, please scoot in." So. Tina's, Tina's trying to get really close. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> All right. So one of the properties I think that's worth discussing is we were asked to clear a low-income housing project.
0: Yes, it's an affordable housing project here in San Diego. And um, we're not going to use the name because No, we don't. Not going to use the name. But what what happened was that when we did this, this housing project had you can have a low income and still be a uh poverty does not mean you're a good or a bad person it's just it's, it's your circumstances. Fi, it's your financial circumstances right this minute and it's and not a judgment call it's not a judgment low you know affordable housing means people are lifting themselves up and moving forward with their lives it's a really exciting concept and so what they were trying to do is clear some of these buildings so that those individuals who are living there have a better opportunity so that the predecessor energy wasn't influencing them. So it was like. And a- on this property, they had a lot of
1: issues with tenants and violence and their other properties. They didn't have the
0: tenants and the violent issues, but this particular one, it was just constant and maintenance problems and plumbing problems and all the things that we've discussed. So they said, you know, would you do this? And I did that. I cleared this property and I found, uh, there had been a gang killing on the property. Uh, there was another ghost of a woman whose uh, super possessive boyfriend had murdered her. There was a homeless person. There were homeless people on the streets that we were looking at. We were looking at the homeless people and then they died. And so all of those people were crossed over and they, uh, there were some other things in the property underneath the property and we cleared all of that. There was some, a lot of dark beings. We cleared all of that. I mean, it just took a long time, but we got all that cleared up. That's a lot of units. And these were, apartment units but the
1: owner of the apartment building gave us permission to clear it and when we look at stuff like that we're not looking at anybody's dirty laundry or the dishes no we're not
0: we're not invading their privacy but they we're removing this toxic energy that's affecting the tenants
1: and crossing over all of the dead that have been there for some for a long
0: time and some not so long and the the bottom line was that was at least gosh six years ago yeah and that place has not had violence since. I mean, it's just like, it's like someone just blew a dark cloud away and people it's seem to be doing very well.
1: And this, flourished, that's a great word. Th- this building is now making money, so to speak, because they have stable tenants that aren't coming
0: and going. They can pay their, they can pay their rent. And, you know, maybe move past that housing so that it's open for someone else. So that's a really good thing. I mean, I I worked with a developer in Virginia. I cleared property after property for him. And his, he had the same things. In, uh he, one of them, he had so much violence. And the tenants were fighting and screaming. And the property had had some terrible things happen on that square of land through various stacks of time in the past it's a stack of time is a period
1: of time so when we think of ghosts you know from the 1800s they're wearing those clothes or
0: a ghost from 1965 they're wearing clothes from that era and the problem on this property went back to the 1700s once that was cleared a lot of things just stopped happening They, they just couldn't believe that things calmed down to that apartment building the police stopped coming the fighting stopped tenants stopped screaming at each other they it's like why was i doing that it's like this ball cleared
1: we 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 don't we're not keeping this the secret sauce you can take psychic self-defense and learn how to do this yourself in a spiritually responsible way
0: exactly and i i think that you know as we're we're looking at this. Can you tell the story about the
1: storage shed you cleared? It's actually in one of the ghost story books, but I think this is a great illustration.
0: I cleared the same developer, had a series of storage units on the eastern shore of Virginia. This is in Ghost Book Three. And this he he said, You know, I you cleared so many other things, but you just clear this storage unit. And I said, Okay. and And i didn't know
1: why he wanted you to clear that he just
0: had a bad feeling he said i'm just having a lot of problems renting this facility i can't get these rented out and i have got all this empty space and i want to start making money on it reasonable so i said sure and i'm i removed all the alcoholics there was a bar across the street there was a graveyard down the street and and i opened up a, a way for all of them to cross over and they all came i didn't clear anybody else's property but you know, sometimes I'm magnetic.
1: Sometimes when we do this work, souls from outside of where we're working will come in. It's it's almost like moths to a
0: flame, right? They that's come exactly, in. that's a good example. So we moved, I moved on all those people and, and it was fine. So finally I cleared the basic stuff and I started whipping through all the storage units. And I got to one and it's like, what am I seeing? It, it what I'm doing is really esoteric. I mean, this was in the early 2000s. I did this, and then I'm working and working. I'm thinking, is this a dead person or a living person? I and I have never had an experience quite like this. And I started talking to her, and she said, Am I dead? And I said, I uh let me figure that out. <laughs> <because> <laughs> a brought, lot of times, the dead don't know they're dead, so I brought in an angel. And I looked at the angel and, and, and he looked at me, he shook his head and it's like, okay, she's not dead. And I'm talking to her, what has happened here? And this had a pretty astonishing ending. I don't want to give the ending away in the book, but basically there's 20 other stories in this book. Yes. Basically what happened was by clearing this space, we uncovered a crime that affected not just the woman in that space She was still alive in, in another state, but something of her essence was left in the storage unit. And I contacted the, we did an anonymous call to the missing and exploited children. And we looked at the website. We found this girl. I, to this day, I can't believe it. We found her. And the name she gave me was the name on the website. We made, an anonymous phone call did not say that a psychic found it because they would have discounted it. Yeah. And um, within nine hours, because I called the uh, owner of the storage shed back and I said, I, this is what I found. This is what I've done. You might get the police showing up. And he called me about eight hours later. He said, Oh my God, squad cars and, and cadaver dogs. Oh my God. You can't believe what's here.
1: And they found like her necklace or something. They found or she
0: was in that storage. She shed. had been in the storage, but she wasn't there anymore. And they just, they did police tape. And he said, he said, Tina, they're not leaving. And they want all my records. And so um, about three or four months later, they found a human trafficking ring. And not only was this woman returned to her family, all these other young women, they were college co-eds, were returned to their families. It was an astounding story. So when you clear a property or you have a commercial property, you can't begin to imagine the service. These, these girls weren't dead. And they weren't from terribly dysfunctional,
1: dysfunctional families. I mean, these were girls that were kidnapped. She was
0: kidnapped. And she didn't understand she just didn't know if she was alive or dead it was and for a psychic when we say we're seasoned psychics we're not kidding we have we have seen some astounding things and to feel because we went back and checked on the missing and exploited website and her picture vanished and there was no more information and basically a police detective said she was reunited with her family and to this day i get chills when i think about if if we both have daughters if our daughters had been missing wouldn't we have wanted someone to have trusted what you saw even if it blows your mind even if
1: it's so illogical you know and we have the secret science behind intuition which is you can find it on our on our website it's a free course on how to enhance your intuition in a logical pragmatic matter you don't need spaghetti you don't need bathrobe ties
0: no and and i'm re- i'm in i'm in california i'm remote viewing that storage shed and i meet the essence of this young girl who doesn't know if she's alive or dead and to to realize that this woman was no longer in the process of being sold as a white slave or a human trafficking victim cuz it's no longer white slavery it's now slavery of every I mean I saw on on today they were saying they are staggered it's more profitable than drugs if you can believe yeah. that. People need to pay attention. So I felt like I trusted my intuition, I believed in myself and this young girl was in fact found and we are we're so grateful that that we were believed and she was found and that not only her but all of these other young women were found, and a huge ring was broken up. But a new one must have obviously I know. developed after Unfortunately, that.
1: Unfortunately, that's that's so true. With more rings being opened up, and
0: this story comes from
1: ghost stories from the ghost's point of view. These are true ghost stories, and it's not it's the stories the ghosts have told. It's not usually when we hear a ghost, we tell a ghost story. It's about oh, this ghost that did this or this. These are
0: word the words out of these ghosts these souls mouth and book three specifically talks about it's more my own personal journey and how how i have felt about a lot of these things and so we're at the end of our show
1: we are and we want to thank you and before we go next week we are going to be talking about ghosts faith and family, and religion, and what is the role religion can play when it comes to dealing with the dead. And we're going to be telling more ghost, more ghost stories with that also. And you remember that the paranormal
0: is more normal than you think. And we would like to thank everyone for listening today. We want to thank our sponsors, The Oil Lounge, especially our producers, Benny and Kat, for all their help in putting this show together and please look at our books and courses if you need if you think you have a ghost ghost helpers has all these videos that are free that you can use to cross over the dead our mission really is to teach the living to help the dead and you can help us do that we don't even have to know you don't have to tell us that you did it but if you did leave us a note on GhostHelpers.com. Yeah, can- we'd love to yeah. know that people are using the service. It's the greatest spiritual service you might not have ever thought of. So, all right. All right. With that, we will see you next week and thank you so much. Bye bye.